This is the Monday, August 30th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, so settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes on a light card in the sports betting world. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I am Doug Kazarian alongside Joe Fortenbaugh on this Monday morning as we Approach September. Joe, I first want to congratulate you on a very sharp football weekend out of you. That was a nice start, Doug. A real nice start. Like, I came in thinking, all right, we're going to scale back how much we bet. We're going to ease into the hot tub here. Picks like Illinois, Fresno, uh, UCLA first half. It all went really well. And now, as you might have experienced as a better from time to time, I'm absolutely terrified about what that means for next week. Like, absolutely terrified. Like, most people would have a good week and say, all right, we're off and running. Let's stay smart. Let's keep it going. I am terrified. So you're going to see me You're gonna see me shaking throughout the week on the Daily Wager set. <laughs> nonsense. Nonsense. Ride the hot streak into the week. Come on. Where's that, where's that gunslinger attitude, Fortinbaugh? I know. I feel like I got to be humble, though. I feel like the second I'm like, yeah, it was so easy. We crushed it. The gambling gods are going to be looking down saying, what did you just say, Fortinball? We've seen you say this type of stuff before. So just, you know, but it was nice. It was nice to get off and running. Uh, there were some good games, and now we've got a really great card coming up this week. But obviously that'll be for the podcast later. Today we're sussing through some preseason and some uh, some MLB, obviously. No, it's true. And I wrote a piece for ESPN.com and the rookie betting kind of 101. And uh, one of the things, it was more about live betting, but – so that scene in The Rock where he he's handling those green little things, nerve gas or whatever it was, and it's like yeah. the moment the moment you don't respect this, it kills you. And I was like, that's live <laughs> betting for you. That's that's the live betting. Stanley Goodspeed there uh, with John Mason. Uh, speaking of live betting, I don't think I'm allowed to complain about a bad beat for about a month or so. I uh, I was on the the right end of about three ridiculous endings. I had the Giants plus seven and a half plus money Whoa. yesterday. Belichick instead of punting with about thirty seconds to go, kicks a field goal about fifty five misses, gives the Giants good field position. Mike Glennon pass and then a bomb hail mary touchdown backdoor cover, and that was just one of three ridiculousness. I was on the Dolphins who were plus 11 and a half in the fourth quarter at some point and somehow won the game, plus two. Uh, the, a fourth quarter kind of Hail Mary-esque throw as well, in fourth down, I should say. And then the Browns-Falcons, I middled it on the live total thanks to a uh, missed extra point. And I, first of all, I got the touchdown with two minutes to go on third and five, the Cleveland, the team that was up three, and then not plus nine, minus seven and a half, plus ten, nine and a half, just insane uh, sequence all on a Sunday where, you know, it obviously helps you on settle day. So uh, really, really good fortune for your, your guy here. <laughs> settle day. Trying to get inside numbers at the buzzer. That's what's yeah. awesome about some of these Jake Paul fights. They take place on Sundays, so it gives you a final opportunity to get some action in. You're just like me. You should be walking real easy this week, buddy, after having that kind of run. But you can sit here and enjoy it, all jokes aside, because to be honest, you know as well as I do, you have been, just like the rest of us, on the wrong end of days like that, where everything breaks against you. So when you get it, feel good about it. Enjoy it. Don't be arrogant. Enjoy it, and then get ready to move forward. Awesome. All right, so let's turn the page. Not the most expansive card here. You're, let's hit the diamond in some few plays for our listeners. All right, so I've got three I'm going to look at tonight. I'm going to play the Nationals plus 135 over the Phillies. This is pretty much a bet against Zach Wheeler, who has been terrible as of late. Four or more earned runs in six of his last nine starts. He was a legit Cy Young candidate, and he threw it all away in the last month of the season here. 
August ERA of 4.62. Now, Washington's going to turn to the righty, Josiah Gray. Gray came over in the Turner-Scherzer trade with the Dodgers. He's been really good. Two or fewer earned runs in four of his five starts since he came over in that trade. Philly struggles to hit right-handers. They're one of those teams that hits lefties well, but they stink against righties. And they've also struggled on the road as a favorite as of late, 5-11 and 11 over their last 16 in that spot. So Washington plus 135 over Philadelphia is play number one. Play number two, the Twins team total today is four and a half. Bet the over. They're at Detroit taking on the Tigers. Now, Minnesota against right-handed pitching this year, they've been fantastic. They're top 10 in most important metrics. One under, only one under for Minnesota in their last 13 games against the right-handed starter. Now, that's not what we're necessarily betting here. We're just betting the Minnesota team total over, but those type of stats are correlated. Why? They're going against the righty Casey Mize for Detroit. Who's been okay this year? He's not terrible, right? Like, I know, I'm sure we're going to talk about John Lester and some other people in a little bit. Mize hasn't been terrible, but his ERA is higher at home than it is on the road. And in August, his ERA is even higher for the season. 4.42, 13 strikeouts with eight walks. His control has been suspect as late. Wind blowing out to left center field at around 10 mile an hour today. So the Twins over four and a half runs on the team total. And then finally, Small wager here because it's a big game. I'm going to take Atlanta plus 190 against the Dodgers. It's no disrespect to the Dodgers. It's no disrespect to Urias, who's been fantastic. But I'm getting plus 190 with a team that's 18-6 and six in the month of August. They just took two of three from San Francisco in San Francisco. They're 20-6 and six on the road over their last 26 road games. And both teams hit right-handed pitching better than they hit left-handed pitching. And it's two lefties. It's Arias and Smiley. Drew Smiley hasn't been great. The Dodgers are a fantastic club. It's why they're a favorite in this game. But the Braves are plus 190, given everything I just laid out. I'll dabble with Atlanta a little bit. So Atlanta plus 190, Twins team total over four and a half, Washington plus 135 over the Phillies. Can't fault you on on those. I, I'm just going to play like, you know, whether it's a money line parlay or whatever, you know, our listeners feel like doing the most comfortable with because the juice is pretty high with the Reds facing Lester. They should just clobber him. And the, uh, <laughs> the the Blue Jays with perhaps the Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray on the bump, hosting the Orioles. I think you just got to take advantage of some of these teams. Don't get too involved. So either lay the one and a half, lay the half in the first five. Like I said, money line parlay. But those are the games I'm circling here. Orioles, nice story against uh, the Angels, but uh, back to reality for them. So I'm going to continue to look to fade them. One one future I want to throw out there, not a lot of markets right now that are offering American League Rookie of the Year. And, and Rosa Reina of the Rays is uh, your favorite there. But there's uh, one guy I think is I – I, I bet some 29-1 to 1 yesterday. And only a couple Ooh. of books have it. So I'm on Wander Fran- Franco, who is an absolute stud. I think he's going to win. Um according to my baseball people, if you will, 29 to one, it doesn't take a lot to get me convinced on something like that. But when the awards market, I mean, look, this AL Cy Young is interesting. Garrett Cole's now your odds on favorite Lance Lynn was. So uh, that's going to be interesting. I have Otani tickets. I just, obviously he blew up against the Orioles. NL Cy Young is interesting. Walker Bueller. Now the odds on favorite at bet MGM um, Corbin Burns, who I have from the beginning of the season at 35 to one or something like that is great. Brandon Woodruff, all his teammate is in the, discussion but MVP obviously it's Otani in the AL National League it's all over the place I have Votto at 60 to 1 
I have a couple other reds at 100 to 1, so uh, let's go Cincinnati. Uh, Bryce Harper in the mix as well. Tatis is just keeps struggling. Padres are likely going to miss the playoffs. He's been terrible the last month of the season, so while he's odds on, there's value elsewhere. So Franco at 29 to 1, if you can grab him somewhere in that neighborhood, is worth a play as well. Remember, the last few weeks really shaped people's opinions, and uh, anything can happen, so to speak, in some of these races. First of all, the NL MVP race is fantastic. This is one of the best MVP races we've seen in a long time. And there are so many guys in contention, and it seems like the odds are shifting every couple days based on how these guys produce. That's number one. Number two, I like the Franco pick. I really do because he keeps popping up on SportsCenter's top 10. And that's obviously a good thing. Like I'm seeing a ton of great defensive plays from him as of late. And the more I'm watching the guy play, the more you're hearing about him. Unfortunately, it's Tampa and as good as they are, you don't get them in the national spotlight games as much as you'll get, say, the Yankees or some other teams. But I love what you're doing with that price there because I, based on the percentage chance that that price gives him of winning, I think that's way off, way off considering what his real chances are of winning. Well, yeah, and a Rosarina, his teammate, so also in Tampa, is yes. your favorite. But you're right about the NL MVP because Muncie's in the discussion, but if the Dodgers don't win the division, they get in the wild card, and they have a million studs on the team, is, like, is Muncie really going to get like that much credit for it? So you wonder how it all plays out. If Votto, like sort of the Lifetime Achievement Award, can get the Cincinnati into the playoffs, maybe he's the guy. And he's also been just raking in the second half of the season. And so his stats are there. Uh, so that's my thought process. I like, I like me some long shots. We all know that. Love it. Love it. you got a great portfolio for all these awards this year. I'm looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. But you've put yourself in an advantageous position, I'd say that. Hey, on baseball tonight, last year, I gave out Muncie at 100-1. to 1. Wrong year. So <laughs> hopefully he doesn't win. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we, we yucked it up a little bit, giving a light card just on the diamond. We'll be back in the swing of things. Obviously, football will have a different flavor this year. We'll give out picks throughout the week because of the, the nature of the beast. We've got to beat the market and things like that. But thanks to everyone, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. But we'll see you tonight, 6 Eastern, all week on ESPN News. So we had to hop over to a different network. <laughs>